0: For show notes from this episode, visit sustainableambition.com slash podcast. Now, let's learn more to help you craft your career to support your life from decade to decade. On to today's conversation. Hi, everyone. Welcome back for part three of this series on planning a more sustainable and ambitious year. If you're joining me here, you've likely accepted my invitation. Thank you to join me for this four week series to do some planning for more sustainable ambition in this new year. The goal is to build your life plus work resilience prescription and to create a plan, practice and progress over time. As I shared in the first episode of the series, sustainable ambition is aspirational. It asks us to hold two opposing ideas, sustain and stretch at the same time. So how can we sustain ourselves? That's the sustainable part while stretching ourselves. That's the ambition part. And what I believe is that implies it really is a practice and one that calls for perspective, personalization, pacing, and patience. And that's also why we're talking about creating a plan and then practicing and progressing over time. So if you wanna hear more background on the series, I'll point you to episode number 42. And I won't go through all the background again here for those who may have listened to that episode. It's the first in the series. But if you're dropping in for this third, you may wanna go back and start there to get grounded. And then just a reminder, as I previewed at the end of the last year, and in, as I've been noting in the series, this coincides with the launch of the Sustainable Ambition 12-Month Workbook Plus Planner, Your Life Plus Work Resilience Rx. And if you're interested in the planner, want to learn more, go to sustainableambition.com slash planner 2022. But as I've noted also in each episode, what we do here doesn't require you to get the planner if you you don't want um, that. It's totally fine to just follow along on the podcast and use your own notebook or journal or Google or Word doc if that's your preference. So whatever works best for you. So in the first two episodes, the first one we talked about setting your ambitions. And in the last episode, we focused on defining your life plus work resilience prescription. So that is set. And then in this episode, we're gonna be taking out our calendars and doing more planning, really looking ahead for the year. We are going to create your 12 month plan and look forward another six months and look at the horizon if that makes sense for you. And really what we're gonna be doing here is thinking about what do you need on your calendar to allow you to stretch and sustain yourself? So to start, I will revisit, and I noted this a little bit more in the prior episode too, but I will revisit what I champion as, a, as, one of the back, as part of the backdrop for this episode. So. I have this mantra, don't expect work-life balance, build life plus work resilience instead. And as I've been sharing with you, my feeling is that if we keep expecting our external world to kind of magically produce balance, we're going to continue to be disappointed because I just think it's a false expectation and it's rare that we experience balance and certainly not all of the time. It really assumes we live in a static environment that allows us to always be in equilibrium but that really isn't today's modern dynamic world. And I just don't think it's life and how we live life today. And what I've learned from people here on the podcast and through my own experiences is that demands really ebb and flow over phases in our lives and in our work. And there are going to be times when it's gonna be busy and demanding and there are going to be downtimes. And during such times, you may need to reprioritize your areas of focus or negotiate with those around you. How do you manage shared demands during such, on the, those de- more demanding times, say. And you, you might on the less demanding times or in certain situations, you may also find yourself needing to give a partner or a coworker uh, support that you may have needed in the past as well or during demanding times too. So think about it from that context as well. And as I've referenced before, Adam Grant has this, this has had this to say around work-life balance, quote, work-life balance sets an unrealistic expectation of keeping different roles in steady equilibrium. So when I talk about resilience instead, I, I don't mean to just grit through it. <laughs> it really means creating the structures that support you being able to live your life more sustainably with more ease while still being ambitious, It means making choices, building in activities that sustain you, and setting up systems that support you being able to operate at your best. And I also think taking responsibility and taking back some control to build resilience versus expecting work-life balance to magically manifest, I just think it's a more realistic way to come at living our lives in today's modern world. And again, I don't think that means accepting either that you have to be overly busy if that's not what your preference and if you'd really rather be operating differently. So again, in the last episode, we spent time developing our life plus work resilience, Rx or prescription. And now in this episode, we're going to work on another structure that I hope will also support you. And that's planning our calendars for the next 12 months. And then looking forward another six months after that, if it makes sense for you. And so why do I think it's important to do this? So I think planning your time is a must because otherwise, I think we've all experienced this, others will control your calendar. So I love this quote from Seneca. He had to say, quote, "'You will find no one willing to share out his money, "'but to how many does each of us divide up his life? "'People are frugal in guarding their personal property. But as soon as it comes to squandering time, they are most wasteful of the one thing in which it is right to be stingy. So I said, I I love this quote from Seneca. And just a reminder that like Seneca lived from 4 BC to 65 AD. So to think that this idea of being frugal, say with our, or to, um, you know, be frugal or not share out our money, but to like be, um, you know, squander our time or give away our time or not be um, as careful with our time uh, is not a new phenomenon. (laughs) You know, it's something that I think has plagued humans. So, um, you know, it's not uncommon that we often let our time get co-opted. And, What I want, would like for all of us and hope for us is to take back some control of our time and do so with um, part of the reason to do this is really do this with a longer time horizon as well. And what's really important is to know what is going on our calendar and to plan also for demanding times and also importantly, be intentional about when we're going to build in time to recuperate and get rejuvenated, that sustaining side. So again, there's going to be times when it's going to be demanding, when we're going to have to lean in because of our ambitions. And then though importantly, it's important to be intentional about, okay, well, how am I going to sustain myself and what do I need to build into my calendar to support that? So part of what you're doing here is also inspired by two guests on the podcast, Heather Ainsworth, who is on... The episode number two, very early on, talked about how finding balance and being sustainable isn't really about moments in time, but rather looking over an eighteen-month time horizon. And then Anne Lafaille on episode number twenty-seven talked about really mapping out a plan for the year, and you know some of us do this, um, but you know, I don't know how many of us always do this and kind of look out across a broader horizon. And again, through this lens of really, okay, what am I trying to achieving? What am I trying to achieve rather? And, you know, what are my ambitions? And then, you know, how am I gonna support myself and sustain myself? And what do I need to put on my calendar to make sure that I continue to operate at my best as I, you know, stretch for my um, ambitions this year? So again, what helps in building the sustainability and building resilience is to is to look over a longer time horizon. And that's why I'm looking at 12 to 18 months. So again, you may have, you may be somebody that this year you're like, wow, the first, you know, the whole year is gonna be intense, let's just say. Well, then the six months after, looking at your six months horizons, it's gonna be really important to think about what do you need to build in to make sure you're keeping yourself operating at your best and build in activities and things that are gonna keep you sustained. You may be looking at your calendar as we do this work and you might think, okay, the, the middle of the year is gonna be really demanding on me. So again, how do I build some more resilient stores or how do I get ahead or what can I, what structures can I put in place to support me during that time? And then how do I build in su- su- some sustaining activities in other parts of the year? So that's, that's the point of, of doing this. And part of this is also thinking about considering your pace. And that's what you're hearing from me, right? Is like, are there gonna be demanding times? Are there gonna be down times? How can I kind of dance with that as I set my calendar for the year? So what you're hearing from me is that, you know, just it's helpful to be realistic and go in with your eyes wide open. Like there may be times when you need to invest more effort and time given your ambitions. And there may be times that offer a bit more slack when you can recover and build back, up, build back up your resilience stores. So think about that. So just a few final things here before we get into the prompts for today's episode. This is again about planning and being realistic about when you're going to be striving and stretching yourself and when you can plan times to sustain yourself. So for me, one core reason I like doing this is to set an intention and to plan for carving out space for myself. For me to run my life plus work versus again, life plus work running me. Now, I also know in doing this that plans change. So plan, but hold it loosely too. I do this exercise in pencil so I can come back to it and adjust it if needed, or my format changes over time too, to be honest with you. So I've also done it in a Google sheet so that I can come back and adjust as needed and move things around um, as well. Yet, remember from our last episode too, (laughs) don't be too flexible either and lose control. So hold on to your commitments that you made to yourself, you know, remember what are you committed to for this year? So with that, let's take a look at your high-level plan and calendar for the next 12 months. So what I mean by a high-level plan, we're going to start here and this is I'm not asking you to do like some some grand plan. You may need to and want to for all of your goals that you have or your ambitions for the coming year. Um, but I'm I'm asking you to just think about from a high level, you know, view. If you if you went to the balcony and kind of were looking out and taking an aerial view and kind of seeing your coming twelve months, if you were to think about, I'm going going to have, can I have you go back to your ambitions and then think about the next twelve months, and given your vision and ambitions that you outlined for 2022 from episode number one. What are the core activities and projects that will need your attention over the next 12 months to reach reach your end goals? And if you were to create a page that had your, let's say your end vision on the left-hand side and then plan backwards, what needs to happen? What are the high-level activities that need to be completed on different time horizons? What are kind of key milestones as you look over the next 12 months, nine months, six months, three months, and one month. So again, this is about creating a high-level plan and thinking about your ambitions. And as you think about those core priorities, you, know, you ended uh, episode number one with three priorities for your professional life, three priorities for your personal life. If you were to think about those, what are the things that need to be on your high-level plan over the course of the next 12 months for you to reach those ambitions. So reach that high, create this high-level plan. And again, don't you don't have to be overly rigorous here, but think about like what are the core things that you need to kind of achieve by when to help you reach your ambitions. And again, the way that I like to do this and I have it in the in the planner, the workbook and planner, is I start with on the left-hand side, noting what your ultimate vision is what your ambition is for 2022, and then working from, okay, where do I need to be to achieve that? What does it look like in month 12? Where do I need to be in month you know, nine months, six months, three months, and then one month? Almost like, okay, what actions do I need to be taking this month to really start to put me into action and on the path towards meeting this ambition for this year? So start there with this high-level plan. And then you'll have that as you move into creating the next step, which is to create your 12-month calendar. And again, in doing this, I suggest you look back to your vision, your ambitions, and what you just did in your high-level plan. And I would also suggest you look back to your prescription and those value activities that are important to you. And I'd have you think about this idea and I mentioned it in the last episode, but what do you need to put on your calendar to achieve your goals? And what do you need to put on your calendar first? Like, what do you really wanna prioritize? And importantly here, I'd encourage you to think about this from a standpoint of that life plus work resilience prescription, like what needs to be on your calendar first to make sure you stay sustained and operating at your best? And then fill in the other activities and events that are already planned for the coming 12 months across your personal and professional life. So again, what I want you to do here, let me back up for a second, is is create essentially a 12-month calendar. So if you were to look at 2022, quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four, and create a 12-month calendar, the three months in the first quarter, three months in the second, third, and fourth, And again, start to think about what needs to go on your calendar. And think about both from your ambitions and achieving your goals. Think about from your prescription and think about things that you might already have planned in your life across your personal and and professional life. So to give you an example of what this looks like for me, and I'll try to do my best in explaining this verbally Um, is like, for me, if I think about either my ambitions, I'm planning, you know, what I've started to put in place across the quarters is like for my ambitions and for my project plan, you know, what is each quarter going to be about? What is the focus of each quarter? Um, Are there certain activities that I need to be focused on? So some of this is more for me at the quarter level and setting my intention and focus for each quarter as it relates to my ambitions. There are a few key initiatives and things that are set and associated with specific dates. Um, But for me, the way that it's worked in terms of my ambitions is kind of to set my focus and intention for each quarter. So you might try that approach as well. In terms of my life plus work resilience prescription, a couple of things that I've been doing there. So one of my core values is growth and learning. And so I am planning in my calendar, I've already put it in, like when and around what quarter, and again, oftentimes for me, like looking at a quarter level right now at this early stage is where I'm starting and thinking about, okay, when might I wanna take a course? I know I wanna take a couple of courses this year and I'm into deepen my skill set in a couple of areas. And so I'm really thinking about intentionally across my year, when might I fit those courses in? And I'm starting to look at that so that then when I start to go to the month planning and actually setting and signing up for something, um, I'm doing it within the context of my overall year. So that's how I'm bringing in some of my values activities from my life plus work resilience prescription. And then I'm very proactively um, bringing in some of my sustaining activities. So those might be when I'm going to take some downtime and I'm going to be taking a writing sabbatical at some point. Um, I'm thinking about, you know, when I'm building in downtime for myself, um, I'm thinking about some even, you know, some Uh, you know, vacation time periods for myself and my husband. It's our 20th year, 20 year wedding anniversary this year, which is crazy. So we're planning and thinking about that. Um, I'm thinking about time that we're building in with friends. Those are really sustaining activities for myself. And even going back to values, one of my values is really being committed to my community and my family. And there's things I I know I'm going to need to do around for my parents this year. So I'm thinking about that and how those things will fit in. Um, And then there are those activities that you kind of already know about. We're really excited. Some of our friends are getting married this year. So we're making sure that's on our calendar and that we're making sure to carve out that space to make sure that again that goes back to my value of community where we really want to be present for that and make sure we carve out sufficient time to kind of make sure that's a really wonderful experience. So those are a few of the things that I want you to think about as you're creating a 12-month calendar. Is again, to go back, think about what are your ambitions? What are some things you're going to have to put on your calendar? What are the sustaining activities that you're going to put on? And then what are this those like personal and professional life kind of things that may need to get scattered across your calendar. And again, you can do this on a piece of paper, you could get a calendar, you could do a printout, you could consider even doing a poster board and using post-it notes to kind of plan elements of your year. And then once you do this, I wanna offer just, again, 10 prompts or inquiries to look at your calendar and make some observations. So we started this episode with, in terms of the increase in prompts with like create your high-level plan, then to create your month calendar. And now I wanna give you just some prompts to look back at that calendar and to make some observations. And these might be things that you come back to throughout the year as well. But let me just offer these to kind of prompts for looking at your calendar, seeing what you observe, and again, starting to plan to support yourself to really make the year more sustainable. So these are just ways to kind of look at the calendar and see what you see. So how sustainable does your 12 month plan look? Are there too many activities happening at one time? Can and should anything be shifted? Are there enough sustaining activities on your calendar? When will you schedule time for recovery and rejuvenation? When will you schedule time for your value-related activities? When is your schedule or work going to be demanding? What support do you need during those times? What do you need to negotiate at work to ensure you achieve sustainability over the year? And what do you need to negotiate at home to ensure you achieve sustainability over the year? so some of these prompts are just having you kind of reflect and then i'm also offering some prompts in here that are you know probing you to kind of see as you look back now you know are, are is there enough time for recovery and rejuvenation have you built in some value related activities when are you going to think about that and if you have demanding times again where are you going to, go goes back to your prescription and where are you going to ask for some support or put some structures in place to support you as you think about your overall plan for the year? So those are 12, some prompts you can look at, as I, as I said, and go back to, to kind of look at your calendar and see, see if it's going to be sustaining for you. Now, another practice that can be helpful, as I mentioned earlier, especially as you, if you have a 12 months, uh, full 12 months ahead, as I mentioned earlier, and as my example is again, to look another six months out, you know, look at that further out horizon and think about how then can your following six months, really your months 13 through 18, support more sustainability? You know, where might you then build in more of your life plus work resilience prescription, given what the coming 12 months look like? So I'd encourage you to think about that too, to again, not just think about it on the year, if the year is going to be demanding, but give yourself some grace around this as Heather Ainsworth kind of said, like, how do you think about sustainability over a longer time horizon? Now, you might be on the flip side, you might actually find yourself looking at the following six months and wonder where you might stretch yourself next. So again, there's not a one size fits all here, kind of figure out what's going to be work best for you. And again, you may not be ready to think about that next six months after and that's totally fine. That's also something that you could think about as you go through the year. So you might be at the midpoint of the year and looking forward. And it's then at that stage that you're like, okay, let me think about these next six months. And then let me think about how the following six months after I close out the year, how are, can those really support me? So a final thing here too that you might do as you think about the six-month horizon is you might put things there that you also start to think about, oh, I thought I wanted to do this in 2022. Let's just even say from an ambition standpoint. I know oftentimes I, my, uh, you know, I, I bite off more than I can chew, or I think I can get more accomplished than I can. And so, you know, what if, again, you let yourself off the hook in that regard and you said, you know, that was an ambition for this year, but I don't know if that's realistic anymore. And you might start to recognize, even as you start to do this plan, you might recognize it now, you might recognize it six months into the year, like, hmm, maybe there is something I should shift out from 2022 maybe it makes more sense for me to put that on my six-month horizon in 2023. So I just encourage you to give yourself that permission to do so. If you're starting to feel like, as you think about realistically your 2022 and what you're planning from a, you know, your ambition standpoint and how you might make it more sustainable, you might find that you want to push something out. So one th- final forewarning or additional counsel I will make as you do this planning for your 12-month calendar, because I sometimes fall into this trap, is that after planning, remember to come back to the present. So while I love to plan and think it's really important, one downside is it can start to make you feel like the year is over before it even begins. And one of the things that I practiced in December, going back to episode number 39 on rethinking and shaping your time was I really wanted to slow December down and slow the pace of the month. I really did not wanna race through the month. And as I was listening to everyone around me kind of saying, oh my gosh, the year's so busy. It's like so frantic or the end of the year, I should say. Um, It really did sound busy for those around me, but I was really had an intention of slowing things down. And what worked for me to make that a reality was being really present in the moment and choosing not to rush through my days. Um, and really interestingly, that made them feel longer. And like I got more out of them, frankly, <laughs> I was able to fit more in, including breasts and breaks. Um, they just they felt full, but they didn't feel strained. Um, th- rather, they they really did feel more sustaining to me. And actually, like I was building resilience by uh, being more present and just slowing things down and not rushing. So I think what also helped was putting things on my calendar that linked to my values and how I wanted to feel during the month. That was really um, important to me and really purposely creating experiences that would support fostering how I wanted to feel, fostering those emotions I really wanted to experience in the month of December. So I just encourage you, you know, I I think planning is really important as I started with. If you don't plan your time, somebody else will. And that's why it's not uncommon for us to feel like life plus work is running us versus us running it. So that's why I think this work is really important. That's why I'm encouraging it. But I also, again, want to encourage you to if it starts to feel like uh, overwhelming or like the year starts to feel like it's over, then okay, you've planned, you've you set up your, your plan that you're gonna, and your aim and what you're gonna start to practice and act on and now come back to the present and really start there. So again, today was about creating your 12 month plan and then le- looking forward another six months, just setting that intention or practice if it makes sense for you to really create a view of what you need on your calendars to to support stretching yourself and sustaining yourself. And what needs to be on your calendars to support you reaching your ambitions while keeping it all more sustainable. So what's next to close out the series? Next week, we're going to create our plan, our aim for the first quarter of the year, which I know we've already kicked off. And so that's where we're going to be going next uh, to get into action. And you've already started this planning. So the next week we'll be kind of looking back to everything you've kind of been capturing and starting to just look at it through a lens of the first quarter. So again, a reminder that if you'd like to learn more about the workbook plus planner, you can go to sustainableambition.com slash planner 2022. And if you want to do this work together, you can share the podcast series and and plan to just kind of get together and review together as a group some of the prompts. And then then again, at that URL, I will also have some references if you'd like to host your own planning circle or workshop and make it a little bit more structured. Totally up to you if you'd like to take that approach and engage some friends or colleagues to kind of work with this and play with building a more sustainably ambitious um, life plus work. So thanks for being with me for this third episode in the series. Again, so far we've set our ambitions, we've defined our life plus work resilience, Rx, and planned our calendars for the next 12 months and looked ahead six months forward as well to on the horizon if that makes sense for you. And then in our final episode next week, we'll look to the current quarter to aim and get into action, planning the next quarter, practicing and tracking your progress. And that really starts to get into this idea of aiming, which we've been doing the work to to support that um, and to guide really setting our aim for the first quarter. And then it gets into acting, assessing and adapting. But I'll talk more on that next week. And as I say each week, if you have any feedback, please reach out and share. I appreciate feedback and knowing what's working and what's not. You can send me an email at podcast at sustainableambition.com or send me an email if you have a listener question you'd like me to address in upcoming weeks. Until next week, stay well and start the year sustainable. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Sustainable Ambition Podcast. I hope you take away at least one learning or inspiration from today's conversation, find more inspiring interviews and get show notes for this episode at sustainableambition.com slash podcast. Make sure you don't miss an episode or my insider tips, guides, and tools by signing up for sustainable ambition forum, my twice monthly newsletter, sign up at sustainableambition.com slash subscribe. And remember it's not about finding work-life balance. It's about building work-life resilience. Thanks again for joining me. Speak with you next time.